Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real, with Ray Zander, your guide, coach, and best gal pal. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray, and I'll be the host for the hour as we sit back and really listen to the laws of the universe, the whole intent for our show every week. And we love you all who've been listening. Our listening audience has been going up exponentially. And I know that's because there is so much good information for us to sit around and chat about where we can really shift and change the physical universe just for the fun of it. To remember that we are alive in a dynamic and creative universe. So what we like to do here on Everyday Attraction, we like to sit back, relax, talk about the hardcore laws of the universe. And remember how to have a good time. <laughs> That's really the intent, is to remember that we are in a glorious co-creative experience with spirit and that everything that's going on is an opportunity for us to expand, to become more of who we are. And there isn't anything that's going on in our lives that can't be seen from a spiritual perspective, that can't be an opportunity for us to expand Remember who we are and enjoy this life experience. Enjoy the sweetness and the intensity and the colorful knowing of who we are. And how we do that each week is we introduce a topic and then we sit around and chat because that is the best way to learn and remember who we are. And one of my favorite co-conspirators, cohorters, My wonderful metaphysical sidekick is Janice Campbell, and she's on the line with us today. Welcome, Janice. Welcome. Thank you. I like so that. I got- just for the fun of it. Just for the fun of it. It's like we'll it's so talk- fun. We'll talk about the hardcore science. We'll talk about the real leading edge information from our wonderful teachers, Abraham. But then we'll remember that this is all for the fun of it. And how can we squeeze more marrow from that bone? How can we get a little bit more of the sweetness out of our physical experience and lighten up? Boy, I hear that a lot from these teachers. It's like, chill out. Don't you love that? All good. (laughs) All good. Well, I'm literally in a rocking chair today. I decided to do the show (laughs) from from just a rocking chair, and I'm looking out on this beautiful summer's day and really trying to walk my talk as uh, so much is happening in the world, and there's an opportunity for us to just remember who we are. And later on in the show, we actually have a special guest that we're going to bring on, an author of a new book called Morning Rituals, How We Awaken. And I'm excited to to bring her on in the second half of our show as we talk about how to practically day to day remember our connection to source 
Because as Janice will tell you and I'll tell you and you all know, the world of effects can really get you hopping, especially (laughs) Especially when when you pay attention to it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If you ignore it, it's not so bad. (laughs) If you can ignore the chaos, woohoo. But sometimes we can't ignore it. Sometimes we (laughs) For those moments. Yeah, exactly. We have to learn how to wrangle both the physical world of effects, but still stay connected to source. And, you know... What I mean by that is that even in your office day, even dealing with kids, even dealing with uh, your your entrepreneurial projects, I think it's so important to connect back in with our our inner being, our inner knowing, and just kind of make sure that we're still seeing through the eyes of source as often as possible. And what kind of practices can we do? Practical, sink your teeth in. I can do that on a daily basis, practices to help us reconnect to source. Because when we do that, we're reconnecting to infinite intelligence. We're entering into that vortex that Abraham talks about where all the solutions are already there for us. And Janice, isn't that where, you know, the absolute nectar is? <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that you say the absolute, get it? Absolute yes. nectar, yes. <sighs> yeah. Well, we can remember that, you know, when we connect in with source, when we remember the truth of who we are, then our practical day-to-day becomes so much more joyful, so much more um, explorative, and it can actually continue to lead us back to remembering our source. It's like this wonderful tennis match where we remember who we are and the universe, you know, hits us over a perfect lob to exponentially remember who we are. And we hit it back and it's this wonderful dance. Um, But, you know, one way to to look at some of these practices is to kind of look at some of the quotes that Abraham gives us. And one of the quotes that really struck me this week, now if you don't um, get a daily quote from Abraham, I highly recommend going to their website, abraham-hicks.com, and signing up for their daily quotes. Don't you love those, Janice? Oh, I do. Actually, I have it on my homepage. So I used to have um, the news pop up, and now I've got the Abraham quote. <laughs> I love Much it. Much a different way to a different way to start the day. Well, I like well, it because it gets me into that space. Like I'll read it and then I'll think about it a bit. It's like already like I'm kind of off to the races as soon as I get to my computer. I love that. I think it's so important to keep having those anchors, and that gives me an opportunity to. Uh, tell everyone your website, which is receiveyourlife.com. Uh, Janice is an author and a speaker and, and also a host of another talk show on unity.fm. Hi, everybody. Um, <laughs> and she uh, has a website at receiveyourlife.com. But one of the quotes that I love from them that really took my breath away this last week, and I'm going to read it, and then maybe we can just talk about why it's so yummy. Um, it says, we would like you, and this is Abraham speaking, through Esther Hicks, we would like you to release the word achieve or earn from your vocabulary and from your understanding altogether. And we'd like you to replace those words with the word allow. You're wanting to allow your well-being, not achieve it. It's not something that you need to earn. All you have to do is decide what is what it is you would like to experience and then allow it in order to achieve it. Allow and achieve. It isn't something that you have to struggle for or even try for. You are worthy beings. You are deserving of this well-being. Ha! (laughs) You know why I think that's so powerful is because it's a lot of times when we live from the false premise 
that we're not enough or that we're not doing enough. So when we're trying to earn or achieve, so often we're trying to compensate for that lie. And so the harder we work it, we're still kind of stuck in that cycle. So what they're saying is you don't have to live in that cycle. It's not even true. You know, you don't have to prove anything. You already are whole, complete, and perfect. And coming from that place, allowing, we create from there. Instead of creating from the place of something's wrong or broken and it's my job to fix it. It's so powerful, though, this idea. I mean, don't tell anybody. <laughs> but if you know the Abraham work, you can share it amongst the the friends who understand it. But the idea of taking achieve out of your vocabulary or out of your understanding is so opposite to the cultural menu that says, without achievement, you are not. Right. You, you will know. fail. Basically, if you don't achieve, you will fail. But you're right. In that premise is that concept that we are not already the whole connected, powerful beings that we are. And I think what's so funny about that is, you know, here we are walking around this big blue planet, spinning a thousand miles an hour in the sky <laughs> with all the perfect alignment and all these like quarter million species walking around. I mean, there's so much miracle going on here. And the fact that we think we have to achieve <laughs> something is kind of, kind of funny, really, you know? <laughs> That's fascinating. I was reading something the other day about they're talking about, I don't know, the, the cells and, and how many cells there are and how there's intelligence in the cells. And basically, you just have to direct those cells. You ha- could will go out and create for you. So it's almost like, it, like I think, God, it's be so great to have an assistant. Well, if, we've got like thousands of assistants, thousands of, of helpers that will work for us. But yes. we've got it so tied into it's all about us and but that's why I think it's so important what they're saying about dropping the earning of achieving because it's coming from the place of we're not worthy and we have to work really hard to somehow arrive at this place where then we are worthy like if we do enough if we accomplish enough if we accumulate enough then we're going to be okay but it's like on a completely wrong track it is and the vibrations are totally different I mean when you think about the vibration of striving versus sort of the genius level of knowing Mm-hmm. They're not going to communicate. There's going to be different information there. So what they're saying is drop the energy of striving, mm-hmm. release to the energy of knowing that you're participating in this sort of genius technology of planet Earth and the physical and the non-physical and participate in that level so you can tap into the information there. But it's not egotistical. It's more like this is an intelligence that is you and to deny it is just silly. Well, you're either like cooperating with it or kind of messing with it. like Or messing with it. What they're saying is just cooperate it. You know, it's like flowing down the river because as soon as you start adding all this, oh, I got to mess with it and add my two, you know, it's like the whole thing kind of gets messed up and then we wonder why our circumstances aren't really reflecting what we want. Well, we're the ones that kind of went in there and messed with it instead of listening and following and allowing. Well, let's talk about that. How do we allow practically in our day to day? And one thing that I spoke about earlier is that to to step back, take a breath and connect in with your inner being is so important because 
when you connect in with your inner being and kind of tap in to see where your emotions are, and that's where you can start to see where the resistance is. Because again, Abraham tells us our emotions are always telling us the level of resistance that we're experiencing. It's almost like you check back into the gauges and see, you know, how you're doing and your emotions are always telling you how much resistance you're participating in and how much allowing Mm -hmm. you're participating in. And that check-in is really interesting because as a practice, as a discipline, it can often help you go, oh, wow, I'm really carrying something that is that is so much resistance, it's not allowing me to tap into that allowing, to that right. knowing, to the free flow of information. And then I need to drop it. I either, you know, they talk about this wonderful technique called later gator, you know, <laughs> that I think is so cute and so charming that Esther has come up with. But it is this concept that in order to allow you have to have the discernment about where your mind is focused. Mm -hmm. And there are times where you're going to have to later gator some topics because Mm -hmm. you cannot find relief in it. And, and sometimes that later gator can be such old stuff. So, you know what I mean? Stuff from the past that is, there's just no juice left there for you. Right. And and what you're saying too, is so important about discernment. And it's also, it's such a discipline. I mean, if we have to work at all, it really is working the mind and disciplining. We're not like we're so accustomed to thinking the work we accomplish is done on the physical plane, but it's just not true. That work is so ineffective compared to the work that we do in our consciousness as far as making a difference. Janice, I love that. It's like such an important part of understanding the laws of the universe. If you need to be productive in your job or in mm-hmm. your in your experience, in your projects, even if you're an entrepreneur, if you're self-employed or if you work for a corporation, if you really want to be productive, you've got to tap into that non-physical because it's where all the solutions are hanging out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you can be, and they can, they talk about this. You can bang it out in action. And a lot of people do, and they call them the strugglers and you can get stuff done. It looks like things are moving from one pile to another in the strugglers viewpoint. But if you know how to tap into the energy that that makes worlds right. and be available to that energy, I mean, that's where genius comes from. That's where right. the Einsteins hung out. That's where the people who got, you know, aha moments and ideas that have changed our universe. That's whether they know it or not. That's where they hang out. No, but it's so true. And it's interesting hearing you say that how we've kind of switched. We've kind of gone away from that. I'm reading this fabulous book now. It's called The Master Key System by Charles Hanel. But anyway, it's written in 1916, and I love those old books, but he talks about this, how that's why people, businessmen back then, instead of business persons, but that's why they started having their own office, so that they could actually close the door and think and go into the silence. And so they were very well-versed in how you create from silencing your mind and visualizing and creating and working your consciousness. And a lot of these super successful business people said they did not do, they did not take one action until they saw everything so absolutely so clearly in their mind. And, and I think we're, we're, we really have gotten away from that where nobody yes. wants to be lazy. Nobody wants to be unproductive. Nobody wants to look like they're not doing anything. So we're like, we're running around. Ah! <laughs> I'm so busy. Aren't I worthy? Aren't I great? Look at how busy I am. Oh, I can barely get through the day and I've got all this going on. Like almost like that gives us value. That gives us worth. Like, oh, I'm so busy. That must mean I'm so in demand. I'm so valuable. You know, it's kind of like the whole thing gets off. 
it's artificial and it's not really uh, truly working with the momentum of the quantum world, working with the momentum of that which is wanting you as you're wanting it. I'll never forget, I used to work in, in an agency where there were writers and there was one particular writer who every time I went by his office, he'd have, he'd like sit back in his chair, he'd his feet up on his desk and he'd look like he was daydreaming. And I used to give him a hard time. I'd be like, dude, man, come on. The rest of us are <laughs> busting our chops here trying to get stuff done. And every time I come by, it looks like, you know, you're on vacation. And he would laugh and, and he would kind of take it as a joke. But what he knew and I didn't know at the time, he was actually the most successful writer in the company and he was the most productive, but he understood the power of his imagination mm-hmm. and the fact that he could only tap into his imagination if he was relaxed and made a choice to be there. And I just thought it was such an important example. And years later, when I started to understand the metaphysics of the universe, I thought, aha, that was his secret. Yes. He relaxed let it all go. And he was inspired. And of course, with writers and artists, you really have to be inspired in these days. Otherwise, you start mimicking everybody else and you start to look like you're just copying. You're not going into the essential kind of who are you? How is source expressing as you? Yes. And you know what I mean? You kind of Well, you're not allowing. Be- you're not allowing and, mm-hmm. uh, and tapping into that infinite supply. Exactly. I mean, and even some of the business books have said that the most, you know, uh, productive executives are those who like take these little five minute naps during the day. I mean, my God, I can't even imagine the reaction if I was like, hey, I'm going to take a fiver (laughs) during the middle of my day. Can you imagine? But here, this is the new technology. And there are companies that have like cots set up for that purpose. There are people take naps because they, you know, and we could also like we're talking about it in theory, but we can actually you know, look into your own life and notice when you're being your most productive versus when you have that feeling of spinning your wheels. Like we yeah. could get this evidence for ourselves. It exactly. works. And, but exactly. we only know that it works when we actually experience it. You know, it's so important to like take, you know, follow these principles ourselves. You know, like try them on. Like people say, oh, no, that, uh, that would never work. Well, try it on. See for yourself if it works. And, you know, Janice, I think we have to stop looking at the world as it is and using it as an excuse not to tap in and allow and use some of this new technology. I know we have busy lives and gosh, the internet feels like it's only made that more fast and furious with emails and websites and Facebook updates and Twitter updates. But I really believe that we can use that as an excuse or we can use that as an opportunity to get more skilled at how we drop in. Maybe we don't have a cot. Maybe we don't have a private office. But in the grocery line, you know, at the at the stoplight, there are times in our day where we can choose to take a breath, the breath. And try to connect back into who we are, where we are, and sort of step back from the world of effects without actually leaving the physical, you mm-hmm. know. And and I think we can get really skilled at being able to do that. And I find that is sort of – it's like a little nap. It's like a little refresher. Um, just to close your eyes if you can or or to step away, to come away for a moment and connect back into who you are. If you do that every day – there's just no way that you can't start seeing the evidence mm-hmm. of the universe working for you serendipitously, spontaneously, and it's so much more fun. Yeah, and also having the awareness so that when we do take action, it's effective. It actually makes a difference. It's yeah, not so just 
pushing. Yeah. So we know what's ours to do, what's not ours to do. You know, from that place, we get we get clarity. We receive clarity. And there's nothing more fun than being inspired. You know, mm-hmm. there's nothing more fun than relaxing, sitting back, letting things go, feeling better, and then watching an idea just plop in, like just beautifully into your mm-hmm. lap that might have solved a problem you weren't weren't even thinking about at the time. I think that's the key to step back and take a breath. Well, we're going to take a breath here. We're (laughs) going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to bring a special guest on, an author of a new book. We'll tell you all about it and hopefully give you some more tips and tricks on how to stay connected to source, even in your busy, beautiful, bustling life. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. We'll be... Our goal at Unity Online Radio is to continue expanding our spiritual programming and growing our listening audience. To help us become an ever stronger voice in today's world, we ask for your support. Please visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you. Hi, my name is Lynn Twist. I'm the author of The Soul of Money. If you're struggling right now with a financial crisis, I recommend going to www.unityfm and listening to our course about the soul of money and how to handle this in a way that brings out the deep spirituality that's available at this time. You know, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. Join author Lynn Twist for The Blessing of the Financial Crisis. You'll learn new techniques to use the current economic situation to redefine your relationship with money. It's available now for immediate download at unity.fm in the video download section. The Unity message is universal uniting, empowering, and transformational. Carrying this message to the world with the power of music and song are scores of singers and songwriters who dedicate their extraordinary gifts to helping heal the world and spread the message of unity and oneness. These are the Messengers of Unity. We salute the Messengers of Unity The voices of the one voice of all you Tune in to Pazapalooza, Music That Matters, with host Richard McDesey to hear the music and the artists who are changing the world, one song at a time. Fridays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Uh, 
Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray, and I'm on the line with Janice Campbell, and we're here talking about how do we stay connected to source so that we can tap into the infinite intelligence that is ours to have in our daily, busy, bustling world. And oftentimes, even from the moment we awaken, there seems to be a pressure to get right to the to-do list, to remember what happened yesterday, and immediately start to move into the to-do and the not-to-be, which really intrigued me when I heard about Kimberly Call's new book, Morning Rituals, How We Awaken. So we've asked her to come to the show today and talk about her new book and really what prompted her to write this opportunity for us from the moment we wake up to stay connected to Source. Kimberly, welcome. Oh, thanks so much, Ray. I'm really glad to be here with you and Janice, too. Thank you so much. The first half of the show, I'm just so excited to be in splashing with you, frolicking here. (laughs) Yay. Well, Kimberly has quite an extensive background in a lot of different modalities. She's a chi master and healer and designer. And I want to make sure that you have her website at the top of this conversation, morningrituals.blogspot.com. Is that correct, Kimberly? Actually, it's morningritualsbook.com. Thank you. Morningrituals.com. We'll take you to that site. Yes. Morningritualsbook.com. So tell us a little bit about what inspired you to to write this book and and where kind of it's coming from. Well, you know, Ray, uh, my mornings used to be pretty busy. Uh, I would wake up and my mind would go right to thoughts about the day and making to-do lists and sometimes being agitated or worried or fretting over this or that. And I'd get up in the morning and I'd turn on the computer and I'd pick up some laundry and take it in on the way and I'd pick up a dirty glass and take it into the kitchen. And I was already in to-do mode and housework mode. And, you know, I'd be checking the voicemails and the emails and thinking about the dog, and that's just how it was. And sure, I would take a walk in nature later, and I would do some yoga later, but I, um, I wasn't conscious of creating, being a deliberate creator of my consciousness from the first moment that I was conscious that I was awake. I was at the effect of the habitual patterns of the night before uh, rushing in. And so about four years ago, I um, went over to a friend's house in Berkeley, and she's from India. And I walked up the steps to her flat, and she had a sign-up that was so profound, it changed my life. It's an ancient scripture from the Sanskrit, and I had heard it before, and I had always admired it. And it's just really brief, uh, Ray. I'd like to read it, if I might. It's just a paragraph. But she had this proclaimed as a poster on her door about two feet by three feet. So when I read it, you'll see how amazing it was and what an effect it had on me. So it's called Salutation to the Dawn. And it goes like this. Look to this day, for it is life, the very life of life. Within its brief span lie all the verities and realities of your existence, the bliss of growth, the glory of action, the splendor of beauty. For today is, for yesterday is but a dream, and tomorrow is but a vision. But today, well lived, makes every yesterday a dream of happiness, and every tomorrow a vision of hope. Look well, therefore, to this day. 
Isn't that beautiful? Yes, I love that. And this is thousands of years old. And she brought me into her living room, and there she had a little low table with a candle on it. And she said that's where she did her morning puja, and that this tradition went back thousands of years in her family in India, that the families had a room where they did their morning puja, which is like a ceremony. And I noticed that this friend, I could never call her before about 9 o'clock. She never picked up the phone. She, she deliberately would do this ceremony before she took a shower, before she brushed her teeth, before she had breakfast, before she got on the telephone. And it had such an impression on me. She told me stories of growing up in Agra, the town where the Taj Mahal is with her grandfather, who would spend hours in the morning, who would chant and do yoga and do a sun bath and meditate and walk in nature and sing and massage his body with oil and then take a bath. And by then it's like, Lunchtime. <laughs> I like that. Wow. <laughs> that is I like that. <laughs> what a way to start a life. And then, of course, the mind rushes in and says, but this is America. This is 2011. We're busy. We have jobs. we got to commute. You know, there's rush hour traffic on the freeway. And all of that crowds in. But I said, you know what? I'm going to carve out time for me first. Me, before homework, before housework, before emails, before computers, before technology. And, you know, I started researching ancient cultures from east to west. And I started researching the ancient mound dwellers in this country that go back 12,000 years. And I, I've, talked with the, I've, t- I've spoken with a top archaeologist from the um, Peabody School of Natural History at Harvard University. I've talked with the head archaeological curator of Smithsonian Institute, So I've done research on this for the years, and not only in my life, but I started to ask people, what are your mornings like? And I found out that they were harassed, that they woke up irritable and groggy, and that's the way their day started. That's the energetic imprint that started their day. So I started my practice, and it was so transformative that I shared this with just a few friends as as a pilot group, and... People said that their lives changed in one day of practice sometimes. Others, it took a little more time, but I've now had proven results and proven benefits. And I'm so excited to be putting people back in touch with the roots of humanity because all cultures had morning sacred. They rejoiced. They gave thanks for the awe and mystery of life. So that's how it all got started, Ray. You know what I love about that, Kimberly? And I tell you this book, I'm so excited about it because I think it's a real practical way that we can use this ancient practice and know that it is affecting the whole day that we do it. And what, you know, you talk a little bit about the fact that when we awaken from sleep, that there is a precious time there where we're coming from our connection to source. Talk talk a little bit about that. Oh, you know, Ray, I'm... um. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist, and my years studying the subconscious have been so precious. Our subconscious, as you've probably heard, is like the iceberg, and our conscious mind is the tip of the iceberg. For me, when I started learning about the subconscious, it was like living my whole life on land and suddenly donning a scuba mask and seeing this fantastic world of color and coral reefs And that's most of our life. Just like most of our world is water, most of our consciousness is underwater. And that's where we go when we sleep. And when we awaken, 
there is this fresh expanse. You know when you go to the ocean and the tides have receded and the sand is glistening and there's little flecks of foam and it's unmarred and there's no tracks yet? Well, that's what our consciousness is like when we awaken and that's what we can preserve. And we can make our tracks beautiful and we can uplift ourselves. So the subtitle of my book, it's Morning Rituals, How We Awaken, and it's three simple steps we can take in the morning, as soon as we're conscious, we're awake, to clear, center, and uplift your life. But this is the key. It's before coffee, CNN, <laughs> phone, computers, emails, texts, and Twitters, because you see, those are already the facts on the day. Right. They all, you know, they do yoga, but by then they've had a shower, they've had coffee, they've had, they've stopped at Starbucks, they've had a triple latte, they're in the SUV, they're listening to news, then they get to the yoga studio. No, 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 we want to back it way up to where we have power. You don't need an SUV, you don't need a yoga studio, you don't need to spend any money. And this has helped people who have been in crisis and I've been going through some challenges, and, and I've shared about them in our group, Ray, and this has really helped sustain me. It's helped me find peace and serenity. Well, Kimberly, um, I, love your, I love your, I love your image of the um, sand. That's so powerful because we all know what that looks like, to have that clean, glistening sand before any tracks have been laid. Absolutely. And you know, like snow, the crest. And it's, it's so pure. Dark. It's so pure, filled with possibilities. And also, too, when hearing you talk, it sounds like it's the difference between creating your day versus reacting to what Absolutely. comes at you. Absolutely. And I found that I've distilled these practices because, yes, wouldn't it be wonderful if we all had hours in the morning mm-hmm. to carry down this legacy of Ayurvedic wisdom uh, and from our various ancestral traditions? But, but how could we just, in a moment make a difference. And, you know, the, the amazing uh, Jungian author, Clarissa Pinkola Estes, who wrote the book um, Women Who Run With Wolves, wrote a very beautiful small book called The Gift of Story. And she talks about how over time, you know, we had these amazing um, wisdom traditions. And each generation would remember perhaps less. And so generations and generations later, though, they just remembered the essence of it. And the last line of her book is, it's enough. Mm. It's enough to just remember the essence of it. So if we can distill these wisdom legacies down into just a moment each, it's enough. And then it's a platform, and it strengthens and becomes a habit that can blossom. It's like a seed planted in our consciousness. And years ago, I read this wonderful quote I wanted to share with you. You may have heard it. It's by the um, treasured uh, Sufi poet Havez from the 14th 14th century. And he writes, habits are human nature. Why not create some that will mint gold? And I love that quote. Isn't that great? It is. It's so simple. And And, and like like you've said, it's, you know, you you have the time to do this because you've distilled it down to the essence in the book about three simple practices that you can really do in in a couple of moments. So there really are no excuses um, to not 
take advantage of this information and, and I want to say this technology that is our psychic technology. It is our spiritual technology. And Absolutely, it is so because profound. so many people and friends of mine, Ray, they say, Oh, I just don't have time to meditate. I've said it myself. I've said, I don't have twenty minutes to sit down or go to the gym or do aerobics or even ten minutes. But you know what? I have one minute. And I can do one thing in one minute, and I can do another thing in one minute. And interestingly, you know, I started this practice four years ago, but I have the new book in front of me, Getting Into the Vortex. And uh, in the um, preface here, um, Abraham and um, Jerry and Esther are sharing. It says here, after two decades of studying with Abraham, I only recall three things that Abraham has ever taught us regarding maintaining or improving our physical well-being. Number one. Think more good feeling in the vortex thoughts. Number two, drink more water. And number three, and this is a major theme of these daily guided meditations, breathe more deeply. Mm. So interestingly, these rituals are in wonderful parallel. And, you know, I've attended the live Abraham events and then also been a part of your study group, uh, Ray. And the Abraham material uh, has so supported me. And this information is so in alignment that, I am so grateful to have the opportunity to help get this out to our community of people who who have this information, and a lot of it may be um, um, very real, and yet we want to embody it in our lifestyle. So that's where I come in, because I'm a massage therapist, a yoga therapist, a hypnotherapist, a chef, and I've studied how can we put this into our life and practices. So the book goes on through the day, practices throughout the morning, reminders throughout the afternoon, and into the evening, serenity before sleep, so that we can embody this. Because years ago, I met a wonderful author, uh, Hamid, who wrote the book Brilliance. And he's been very immersed in Buddhism for many years. And he said, you know, brilliance isn't just above the neck brilliance. It's full body brilliance. It's like how you were talking earlier, Janice, that we have trillions of cells that are intelligent. And we want to be most alive. And so what I bring is I've had a healing arts practice for 16 years, and I would, I would repeat the same things again and again to thousands of clients one-on-one. So I said, you know, I want to put this together in a book and beautifully illustrate it from my own lifestyle. It's my own backyard. So it's like having a private spa day in the book. I love this, Kimberly, you know, and we're going to take a quick break and you absolutely segued that perfect. When we come back from the break, I want to talk about the beauty of this book, the beauty of some of the photography that you have on your website morningritualsbook.com and just explore that part of the vortex because it is so scrumptious and I just want to say thank you for making this so easy for us to tap into this knowing. Stay tuned. We'll be back with Kimberly and Janice after the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. Whether you love the Bible or hate it, turn to it daily or refuse to have it in your house, The Bible Alive, Exploring Your Spiritual Roadmap is a program designed just for you. Here on Unity FM, Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley presents the Bible as a practical, powerful spiritual roadmap full of wisdom and guidance for the challenges of life today. A roadmap for your spiritual journey. Isn't that just what you are seeking? 
Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, for The Bible Alive, exploring your spiritual roadmap with Rev. Ed Townley, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Wondering what's happening at Unity Village? Join Dean Ted Collins and guests each Monday at 2 p.m. Central Time as he hosts Village Events and Voices from Unity Village. Stay connected with Unity Village and get news on retreats, special events, newly published authors, and various ways you or your center can be part of the many exciting opportunities Unity Village has to offer. Tune in to catch live interviews of Unity speakers, authors, and newsmakers. It's Village Events and Voices with host Ted Collins, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page, search for Everyday Attraction, or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray, and I'm on the line with Janice Campbell and Kimberly Call. Kimberly has written a book called Morning Rituals, How We Awaken. And we were talking about the power of looking at the the real essence of certain practices that can keep our connection to source as we come back from our slumber and use that opportunity to really change how we are in the world. And, you know, Kimberly, I wanted to talk about two things briefly as we have a, a bit of time in this last segment of the show. One is the photography and the imagery within the book and your website is so scrumptious, so beautiful. Tell us a little bit about how beauty keeps you connected to source and how that works into your process. Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Ray, because I just got forwarded. uh, There's a cover uh, article out apparently in Scientific American on the brain on beauty. Mm. And beauty nourishes our soul. And I'm passionate about beauty. And it's a part of our nature. It's intrinsic. I believe love, truth, and beauty are our intrinsic nature. So it nourishes us, and if we uh, seek it out and resonate it with resonate with it, it's 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 like a tuning fork. We're attuning to our natural essence. So the book is deliberately designed with full page, full color, full bleed photos, and and it stimulates a different part of the brain. So my book is intended to be a yogic encounter. The, the thing with a lot of spiritual books is they're very text-dense. And so that has to be filtered and processed through our left brain, which is analytical and linear. It doesn't really feed our right brain, which is creative and is intuitive. So I want people to have a balanced encounter. And the photos I take are really inspired. You know how Abraham talks about wait until you're inspired. So I'll be outside and a, and a flower will say, take me. And I always have my camera on my shoulder. And so it's a transition <laughs> energy. And I love it, that. Take me. <laughs> so Dancing with the universe. <laughs> my book is full of take me pictures. 
And, um, you know, uh, and it's practical. It's both inspiring. It's letting, I feel like I'm letting nature speak through me and help inspire and awaken people. So I'm so fortunate to be in Marin and next to open space. But there's a lot of people that are urbanized now. I've heard that uh, the majority of America is now urbanized, and they may be in an office building under fluorescent lights surrounded by machines, and I want them to be able to get my book. And they can now, um, and I'll tell you more about that. So it's, it practices that inspire us and inform us, and, and it's also a practical handbook. Um, you know, Janice, when you were talking earlier about your rocking chair, my backyard, I call it a cross-training for relaxation because I've got the rebounder for bouncing, I've got the rocking chair for rocking, I have a glider for gliding, and I have a hammock for swinging, and I have a physio ball for bouncing, and I have a whole section in my book on movement because it moves our limbs. And you were talking, Ray, about how you're standing in line waiting. When I'm in the bank line, I'm gently rocking and soothing my body. And when you were talking about our trillions of cells being the most alive, Janice, I have a whole section in the book on body brushing. You know, a lot of people wouldn't even think about missing their hair or cleaning their teeth, but don't know about the power of brushing our body, which is our largest organ. Oh, I like that. (laughs) We stimulate and activate those trillions of cells. So what I'm passionate about is having people access their own potential for joy and vitality. And that means all of the trillions of our cells, which are like little batteries. If we give them enough breath, if we give them enough water, if we give them sunlight. I talk about walking barefoot on dew. Imagine that that dew has been out absorbing the essence of the cosmos light years away, and we can go out and splash that on our faces. People sometimes say, you know, your skin glows. Well, I splashed you on my face, girls. (laughs) (laughs) And it's magic. And so these simple things that have been um, treasured health and beauty secrets for thousands of years. And and so that is just a little sense of it. It's beautiful photos. It's practical tips. And sometimes it's as simple as getting a $6 body brush. And using it in the morning before the shower. I love, Kimberly, how approachable all of this is. And like, you know, we talked about before, the essence is enough that we don't have to add another thing to our to-do list. But this is an opportunity to really use the essence of nature, the the essence of our consciousness to keep us connected to that broader knowing, that broader story. And so I really encourage people that if you have a tough time with mornings, Really seek this book out, um, Morning Rituals, How We Awaken. Um, and, and, if you, and you know, Ray, even for people who already like mornings, this is about taking it to the next level because it's following our bliss. It's raising our frequencies of joy, and that's infinite. So the more we can enhance our liveness, it's boundless. If there's one thing we know about, uh, the, uh, about the energy of nature is it's boundless. And so we, too, can tap into that boundless energy and boundless delight. So it's really a celebration. And it's going to be available um, on as an ebook on Amazon and iTunes within two weeks. They can't give me an exact. But if people want to come to my website, they can sign. Um, I invite you all to sign my guest book and I'll let you know exactly when it'll be out and released. And soon I'll do um, a Spanish translation and then I'd like to take it to India. So I'm really excited about doing author events want to do some at Cafe Gratitude in the Bay Area, and then do monthly webinars to really spread 
the message because so many people, Ray, already one client, her 91-year-old mother who was depressed on meds and ready to die, her mom is rebounding. She gave her mom, 91 mom, a rebounder for her birthday, and her mother is happy and positive and changed her diet and, and it's like enjoying life again. And, and that's the power of, of this, not only in our own life, but how it can ripple out to our friends and family. It really is those simple, simple ways to get back into the vortex. Kimberly, thank you so much. This has been a wonderful time to really understand your passion and what you're giving us. And I just want to say thank you for all the work you've done to make this so easy for us to just absolutely drink it up. If you'd (laughs) like to, again, find out more about the book coming out, it's Morning ritualsbook.com you can email Kimberly there sign up for her guest book and keep um, and, and really give yourself a treat click on the slideshow to look at some of this wonderful photography that she's added uh, to oh, this and experience I say, Ray, too, those are taken from my home healing art center right here in Marin I do private beauty days spa days and it's all by appointment and you can access that at my basic website which is KimberlyCall.com and they're linked up. So you can actually come and experience wellness living coaching and, and all of this entire work. And I, I really look forward to meeting new friends from this. Thank you so much. Okay. And Thank we look you. forward to watching the success of this go out into the world and really help people stay connected to Source. Thank you, Kimberly. Thank you, Ray and Janet. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. You know, Janice, I just, what I love about the simplicity and essence mm-hmm. of this is that Source is always right there, available, waiting us, waiting on our just slight shift and pivot, as Abraham says, to say yes. And then the energy just takes us into that vortex of knowing. It's it's so simple, isn't it? And, and also, too, what I'm struck with is that we have infinite choices. You know, it's kind of like, you know, and that, that whole thing of tying it up with it's enough. Like, it's why, enough. you know, even if we just. Sit and look out our window in the morning. It's enough. That's this the essence because the essence is enough. It's, it's you know, yes. yeah. We always and think actually, we have to add and do more, and it's so not true. <laughs> it's not true, and and it's another excuse for us to stay disconnected. And mm-hmm. and I was able to get a sneak preview of the book, and I started practicing some of the rituals, and I just love them. They're they're very, um, I want to say, condensed and doable, and I've really mm-hmm. seen a difference in my ability to stay connected throughout the day. I really think what Kimberly's saying is important, that if we anchor in early in the morning when we're still coming out of that clear mm-hmm. sand, that it makes I love it that a, vision of the clear sand. <laughs> yeah, it makes it a little easier for us to get back tapped in throughout the day and to really um, just honor ourselves, honor who we are in the world. And I think the rituals are a way of acknowledging that we're more than our to-do list. We're more than our job. We're more than the, the sort of self-identity that we focus so much on during our day. Right. And we already have so many rituals. You know what I mean? It's like drinking coffee. It's, it's like adding in rituals that really support us, like that quote she said about the habits. Like we're, it, we're human, so we're going to have habits, but do the habits support what we want to support? And they might as well because mm-hmm. it's – Because we're going to do it anyway. We're going to do our, our rituals and our habits anyway. <laughs> Why not do them consciously? 
And we find that that crossroads between really being able to live our lives knowing the leading edge of technology and the leading edge of, of the universe and also just keeping it simple and keeping it connected so that we can have more fun, which is really <laughs> what this is all about. We're awakening to the fact that we truly are here for a good time. So Just for the fun you, of it. We're here just for the for fun, the of, fun it. of it. <laughs> thank you again, Janice. Thank we'll see you, you next time. Okay. Sounds good. Janice, Janice's website is receiveyourlife.com, um, and she has some wonderful practices as well and how to keep connected to source. And we're coming to the end of our show. And as always, we'd like to end with a law of attraction card reading. And, uh, and the reason we do this too is, is those cards talk about practices. You can carry these cards in your car, in your bag, um, at your desk at work. And every once in a while when you need another another hit of remembering to pull out one of these cards and read it. And I can't recommend enough the deck that Abraham Hicks currently has on the website, which is Abraham-Hicks.com. Um, the, the Law of Attraction uh, money and the Law of Attraction card deck is probably one of the highest vibrating card sets that we have available to us. Talk about using the technology of source. This little card deck has an amazing, high, high vibrating information. Just carry it around. And until then, we want to read you one of those cards and our wonderful friend, Charcel, will we'll read that for you. So sit back, relax, and thank you again for listening to Everyday Attraction. We really love spending time with you and exploring these deeper knowings of who we are. See you next time. Welcome to the Law of Attraction card reading. Today's card tells us, I can give my attention to the positive aspects. Things are coming into your experience in response to your vibration. Your vibration is offered because of the thoughts you are thinking. And you can tell by the way you feel what kinds of thoughts you are thinking. Find good feeling thoughts and good feeling manifestations must follow. Make a decision to look for the best feeling aspects of whatever you must give your attention to. And otherwise, look only for good feeling things to give your attention to. And your life will become one of increasingly good feeling aspects. You can give your attention to the positive aspects. This is Charcel reminding you that like attracts like and that today is sunny with possibilities. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join Ray every Friday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Go to www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction and mail a free card that you personalize to someone you appreciate. Don't wait. Act on your promptings to appreciate today. 
at www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction. Everyday Attraction is recorded live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time on Align Radio, alignradio.com. Spirit of Recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth. Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., interviews down-to-earth guests who share with you how they keep going and growing in recovery. Spirit of Recovery is the place to get practical tips and to join in lively discussions on topics that matter to recovering people. This program welcomes everyone who wants to know more about recovery. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Pacific on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. We invite you to focus your attention inward with these words from Elizabeth Searle Lamb. This is a new day. Lead your conscious mind to that still haven of your soul where your indwelling Christ opens wide the doorway of your heart. At once, mind, soul, and body, you are flooded with the light and love of God. You are lifted high above this earthly plane and filled with the radiance of spirit. Send this love and light on to those whom you hold dear so that it may uplift, heal, and comfort them. As you send this radiance on, you are filled with a new sense of God's power, and you release this power to the whole world to uplift, guide, and bless all people. A day's tasks await you. But God is with you, and with God's help, all shall be done perfectly. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity, 